never know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 84, the show that's coming to you live from BlizzCon. Ah! Yay! Together. Like, in person. Like, like I could poker if I wanted to. I'm not gonna, but I could. If you do, I'm gonna smack you. It's, it's fine. Yeah, so there you go. It's, it's a mutual thing. No, no smacks needed, but it's a possibility. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm joined by um, the one who's wearing a really cool Legion shirt. Thank you, Lance. Because Lance is amazing. <laughs> we'll talk about that, possibly. Um... Uh, no. Jin, that's Jin. No, yeah, yeah, that's Jin. Yeah, it's me. It's Jin. Surprise, surprise, Jin's here. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> and I'm the one that um, can't think of a joke right now on the fly. True. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> surprise. But wait, there is more. We are joined by Mr. Ali Sniper Frog. I'm here. Yeah, he, he's right there. I'm right here. You're the third part of this triangle. Yeah, it's it's this fun like little trifecta here that we got going on. Um, much like the um, the her- the hero talents, we're like our, our own little hero talent. Yeah, right here. yeah. Hey, you have different combinations. You know, pick two, pick two, but yeah, we're we're extra heroic, so we get to pick three. Yeah, we're not druids though. So no, 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 sorry, it's just three of us. Druids are weird. <laughs> they are. Yeah, Ian said it. Y'all are weird. <laughs> Okay. okay, he said complicated. It's true. Complicated. But we true. know he meant weird. It's true. So, we're all here at BlizzCon 2023. It We're recording this on Saturday. And on my phone, that's why it sounds weird. Yes. But Jin's going to work magic, he's going to do what he can with it, but we thought, while we're actually together in the flesh, which sounds weird, <laughs> in, in the flesh. That's like a Diablo 4. It flesh. does. I mean, we, we did, uh, Sniper and I did watch the What's Next panel from the Diablo area. Sitting in some pews. It's pretty cool. We'll talk about that. But uh, we thought we thought we'd record now while we're together. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> so, so so what are, what what, are, what have you been up to, Allie? I guess as to what we could. I mean. I mean, we're talking about BlizzCon. Like we're going to BlizzCon, or yeah, we're just gonna skip that part. Okay. Hey, th- that transition was awkward. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> And we're drinking water. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It's, I, like, for a brief moment, I was like, we should go walk and get some, like, beer or something. I was like, but it's all the way over there. Yeah. That's I don't want to walk all the way over there. That is a long walk. It's down there and over there. We're on the fifth floor right now. Look at that. And, like, there's been a lot of walking. There's a lot of walking at Blizzard. One of the elevators keeps quitting, too, so I don't trust these elevators anymore. True. <laughs> it's, it's like, no, I just, I don't feel like it. <laughs> just okay. quit. Okay, so... Uh, we're at BlizzCon, so we're doing things, and we're drinking water, and ABK News. Yeah, Bl- Phil BlizzCon. Spencer was here. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, I thought it would be maybe a video of Phil Spencer. No, he was he was there. In the flesh. In the flesh. This is his first BlizzCon. A lot of people called him a noob. I was one Hi, of those Tosi. people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard you. I was standing right next to you. <laughs> yeah. So that's there's your ABK news, everyone. 
Now I will insert a uh, sounder here. What you talk about? What you talk? It's a blizzard. Let's uh, go. You get it. Boom. There. <laughs> Maybe you should just keep that in. Yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna <laughs> We're do. We're doing it live. Yeah, doing it live. <laughs> it's one. Of, it's one of them recordings. We, I mean, we've listened to, but everyone's listened to a World of Warcraft podcast where it's live from BlizzCon. The audio sucks, and it's it's a freewheeling loosey goosey. Just. Yeah. I remember that Converter Raid episode where they recorded from the house, and it was, you could barely hear anyone, so, yeah, hopefully this is a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technology has advanced since then, so your phone is, I mean, it's transcribing our words. Yeah, it's fancy. It's very, it's very fancy. <laughs> very fancy. Okay, so, BlizzCon, 2023. It's amazing. World Soul Saga. World Soul Saga. We're going we're gonna to talk about all the things, but first... I want to ask you, Jen, how does this compare to other BlizzCons that you've been at? Because it's just our second one, so how does it compare for you? Number two. Um, so, like, in comparison, the the layout of the halls are very different. They really were trying to go for this, like, experiential feeling like you're in the world or whatever, but... And the lack of, like panel after panel after panel after panel in each of the different halls feels weird, right? Because it's just like in right. the arena, so I'm not going to call that a failed experiment. I'm just going to call it uh, an experiment that is, I don't know if they're going to keep that going forward in the future or not, um, but we'll see. Like, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It just felt like they didn't have, like, they don't have the ability to say their Q&A. There is no Q&A this year. There's, um, there's no... Uh, I don't know. They don't have like the audience participation that like they usually do in all of the panels. Like they in the past, they've always had, you know, like we've all seen the videos of, of Roe, for example, always being like the first question asker. Right. Like that, yeah. That's it's not a thing anymore. It's, yeah. It's gone. So there you go. Um, but it, but overall, and this is more of like on a personal note just for me like this has been easily my best BlizzCon so far like and this is this is only day two Saturday we pretty much just watched um, you know friggin what was it the deep dive that Ian mm-hmm. went yep. over yeah and then we had pancakes and now we're talking to you yeah so there's the there's the thing so there's still more BlizzCon to be had yeah. you know one positive with this new layout is uh you know, when you're we're not sitting through the Q and A, we don't have to deal with everybody standing up saying, "Hi, I'm so and so from this server representing this guild." That's Dustin's favorite part, though. It, <laughs> obviously, it's, it's, it is actually simultaneously good and also I miss heckling them. <laughs> <laughs> I do like in years past where like everyone did it. I was always the one. Boo! Shut up. But this time it's like I don't. There's not. I don't know. It's like it's like you you go to the comedy show or something and you, you just know there's there's no audience participation at all. Like they just say their thing and then they leave. Like yeah. it's just it's just it's a different vibe. Like in past BlizzCons, it felt more like when you go to a concert. Like so, some venues are very you know intimate. This one felt more like like an arena kind of concert, right? Where you go to. It's like when you go see Elton John and you're in a friggin', you know, 65,000, you know, stadium <laughs> versus, you know, a little, little nice little, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, like, intimate. I could, like, poke them in the shoe. I'm, like, that close to <laughs> the, the, where the, the, the artists are. So I think that's just the, the, the big difference is it's much more, feels much more scripted, yeah. less 
and, but I will admit it was nice not having any leaks. Like, if you go back and listen to our prediction episode, we were wrong. We were, we were, <laughs> I mean, we were wrong. There were some things here and there that, you Overall, know. overall, like, in, in the counting the hits and misses, there was a whole lot more misses. <laughs> I guess. Probably had a lot to do with, uh, you know, the special guest. You know, we had, you know, Metzen back coming to being like, what? what is this shit? No, we're going in this direction. Yeah. We're going in this direction, and they're like, hey, you know what was really cool? Everyone really appreciated a roadmap. Like, that was really cool. Oh, yeah. We loved a roadmap. So now he's like, hey, all you story and lore nerds, how about an expansion roadmap? Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> jaw drop. Like, no one expected that. And not only did we get, like, a news of, like, three expansions, we got a title for this saga, and, like, he kind of glazed over the stories of each, and it's just, it was, I think it took a while to, like, pick our jaws up off the floor. Yeah, and basically, Metzen was like, hello, lore podcasters, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I leaned over Jen at one point, I was like, we're podcasting forever. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, she did, she did. She did do that. So, yeah, that's that's a lot, lot to take in. So, Wow. Because, yeah, we get the World Soul Saga. So, are, are you excited about that? The World Soul Saga? No, I'm not excited at all. I'm very disappointed. I'm No, I'm so excited. It's There's just so many, like, oh, what's this? Oh, what's this? What's this? Yeah, and it is interesting because, like, all we know about the other two expansions is a title. Like, we know the name of them, so, which gives you some idea of what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, at least a theme. Like, Midnight, going to be very voidy. Right. Um, also known, it's no longer Midnight. Everyone knows the real name is Threat Level Midnight. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Agent Scarn, Golden Face is going to be the boss. Yeah, we, we understand. Anyway, that one is probably going to be where Ashara shows up. In, in my assumption, my guesses, and, and things along those lines, because we know, like, we already got in. Uh, we've got confirmation that Zalatath is going to be, if not my girl, if not the big bad of. The war within. She's she's definitely playing a very big role because I don't I'm not I'm not sure they're gonna do another what like a freaking Razagath where it's like oh Razagath 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 dead first boss gone dead yeah. in first boss <laughs> yeah, so. and we know well we definitely know that's not happening because they already told us what the first boss is gonna be which is the Nerubian queen so yes. right right which and these Nerubians oh my god so. Well, I was hanging out in the Hilton Bar, like you do, because it's BlizzCon. Uh, I ran into a my own personal, one of my own personal favorite uh, former podcasters. They no longer can do it because they work on the Warcraft team now. And Stigney, hi Anne. She's uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's not listening. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, she. Uh, I was talking to her, and she confirmed a couple things that. These Nerubians are the last remaining Nerubians that were, like, not taken over by the Lich King. These are living Nerubians, not undead. So, they're buggies. Yes, and they're, they're very tentacly armed, and it seems like whatever this supposed deal is with that, you know, Zalatath made with them, it was probably like, do you want to get supercharged? Like, like you guys Basically. Are, Right, you're the, you know, or, original, the Nerubians, all that kind of stuff were, you know, going going way back. They were the um, the Akir, right? Mm-hmm. That was the original form. And then they they broke off and splintered. Like, some became the Mantid, some became the Nerubians. So, right? So, 
these are the last remaining Rubians for that, so obviously they are from Old God, so they're team, hashtag Team Old God. So when Zalatath shows up with some voidy voidy goodness, obviously they're going to be like, yeah, sure, of course, more of us, please. Like, that's we, we are Team Void, so we're going to absolutely agree to whatever you're proposing. So I, I think it's freaking awesome <laughs> what's going to be happening there. Oh, yeah. Like, it's really cool, too, because, like, we've known for a long time that there is a whole... You know, Nerubian Empire underneath Northrend. And yeah, we saw like a little bit of it, but the extent that it reaches under that continent is much bigger. So to be able to gain more of them, like I just thought that was really cool and exciting. And we're kind of seeing more and more how they're using past story bits and whatever and bringing it back. Well, not bring it back, bring it forward to where we are now and utilizing them, and I think it's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you know, the the theme of the, uh, the, the the War Within and the World Soul Saga is going to be tying up all these extra you know loose ends. You know, hashtag yeah. what sword? Yeah. Um, yeah, Chris said that specifically. It was like we got all these loose ends. Yeah. Let's start tying them up because yeah, I'm super excited that. He was talking about Magni. He was talking about mm-hmm. uh, the sword. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> you, just, you just want to talk about the cinematic? I mean, the, probably could. Just, yeah. Holy, oh, yeah. holy crap, that was so good. <laughs> you know, I, 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 whispered, I whispered to Allie halfway through, I'm like, they really need to make a movie using this. <laughs> holy crap. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I was uh, talking to another um, employee, um, Warcraft stats and he says if you ever get a chance watch it in 4k oh we're doing that when we get home because it is (laughs) he's like the detail of the beard and his hair and everything is he's like it is absolutely incredible looking and so yeah I'm (laughs) oh god it was so good and you could tell like they did a good job because you could the dude's been through hell. Literally. <laughs> it's obvious in how he looks. It's obvious in his mannerisms. It's obvious, like, you could... They were, like, they, show, they were showing some PTSD in there. Like, it was, like, just... They did, at least in my opinion, they did such a good job portraying that in the cinematic. And it was amazing. And I cried. And just... And then we watched it again later. And, like, tears again. And... <laughs> yeah, so obviously I'm sure you've seen it by now, but we'll kind of like go through it bit by bit. What really jumped out at me instantly with the opening shot when you see Anduin is like, oh my god, it's Anduin! He's back! And then I notice, what's up with the sword? The sword's not glowing. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he's 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 having some, some issues. He's not feeling good, right? And when Thrall showed up, it's, it kind of, I like that they're using him because Thrall literally went through the exact same journey that he's kind of going through yeah. right now where Thrall no longer was a shaman, right? He lost his connection to the elements. So just like now Anduin has lost his connection to the light, he no longer, so it's like, it's a perfect character to use to basically, to, almost like a steadying hand saying like, no, no, you, you got this. Just kind of like, Agra was for, for Thrall, Thrall can be that for Anduin, so, and I'm super, I, I'm super duper here for all of that, that it's very exciting, and I loved the, 
the, the little touches and things like that, like a lot of people on Twitter, where I already saw like stills of the cinematic of Anduin holding the sword out, and they're like, where, where have we seen this before? Uh-huh. <laughs> Arthas, right? Rich King. Yeah, so they have that. Um, but w- what I liked is the fact that when he was holding the sword out, it that was like his hand was shaking, and dude's clearly malnourished, dehydrated, and just in a he's, he's not he's not in a good place, not no. in a good place. He it, the the sword is shaking, and then Thrall just stepped up into it and let and just kind of like let the sword settle, almost like like it's like this weird way way of letting him know. It's like no, no, you you got this, bro. Like it's I know things seem rough right now, but you're going to get through this. And then obviously, it was, uh, you know, talking about the, the voices that both of them hear, hearing because this is all taking place in Selethus. Everyone loves the, the line of, well, what are the voices and what everything? And then Thrall says, well, that sword was pointed at something. <laughs> something indeed. <laughs> so, I'm, I, I just love the, the fact that they're able to Pull all, like do all these callbacks are yeah. <laughs> freaking yeah. awesome. I'm, I'm I'm loving every minute of it as I'm sitting here wearing a Legion shirt. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I like how like they did a good job aging Thrall a bit. Like he's definitely yeah. like he's got a little white. Like he's definitely getting older. And there's just a couple scenes like that got me where you know when, when he did step forward to like help Anduin stop from shaking, he was like, "I trust you." It's like, yeah. it, it does take a level of trust to let someone's, the tip of someone's sword get that close to your chest. Like, and wow. considering what happened to Andy when it, when it dominated, like, that was a that was a big display for Thrall and for Anduin, obviously. But also, like, Anduin had that glimpse of what happened um, in Shadowlands with the cinematic where, like, Varian's hand was on his shoulder and all that. Like, it just, I, tears, so good. And it was just, it was such a big moment. And we got to hear the voice. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that that's Azra's voice that they heard. Yeah, I mean, considering that this is the World Soul Saga, right? And the we, we got you know Threat Level Midnight uh, as the second one, <laughs> and then the Last Titan. I mean, the Last Jedi. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, it's what, definitely Azeroth. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Sniper, what do you think about the cinematic? I thought it was beautiful. Um, like, admittedly, I kind of dropped out of the game halfway through Shadowlands, but I still follow the story. <laughs> um, and you know, seeing you know, seeing Anduin go through you know his journey and his his uh, trauma, it, they did a very good job of portray- portraying the aftermath of that. I mean, I, I, I'm sure we've all seen the memes by now. You know, the uh, Anduin before Torghast, Anduin after Torghast. <laughs> yeah, it's now, real. <laughs> this is what Torghast, uh, Torghast dailies do to a guy, kind of stuff, stuff like that. But I mean, all jokes aside, it's you know, Anduin is definitely going through some stuff, and it did a very good job at showing that at the after effects of that stuff. Um, one thing that stood out to me, you know, at lunch today was, uh, do we remember that comic where you see uh, old Manduin? Yeah. Yep. Uh, with, Velen. With, with Velen and stuff. I wonder if at the end of the World Soul Saga, it's going to explain we'll what that. that was all about. Yeah, the, I don't know how canonical or in canon that specific scene is going to be, but I don't know. It, it does feel and and I, I 
I honestly, because one of the things that I've, I've seen people talk about is like, how cool it would be and also sad and heartbreaking and traumatic if with the the last Titan, Anduin sacrificed himself to save us all. Well, because of that comic, unless they retcon it away, we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> we know they don't retcon anything, though, right? Uh, no, no, they've never they've never done that before. Uh uh-uh. uh no, that's not a that's not a thing they do. Nope, nope. But yeah, I when well, first of all, when Chris got up stage, I got on stage. It, it was it was very nice. It was very nice to see him back. Um, and also speaking to uh, the the person who gave us this shirt specifically about Chris and who he is as a person, just. It feels nice to have him back because he he really is just a big geek like all of us. He really is, and his passion really comes through. And we've always known, you know, his whole like for the alliance, where's my horde up, blah blah blah. But like when when he came on the stage on Friday, you, the passion's still there, and you could hear it in his voice. You could see it in his face. Like it was. I'm not saying that other people who you know speak don't have that, obviously, but it's just it's something special coming from him. Yeah, it was it was great, and and hearing all that. So it like there's a couple of things that I picked up on that Chris was saying before he really got into it. When he was talking about oh not one, not two, not but three, right? He's uh, was t- saying that number one, you know, like Dragonflight, we they were they have been giving us updates frequently, and I don't think this is going to be a case of. Oh, we had, um, you know, Legion, and then it went into uh, Battle for Azeroth, where that cadence really slowed down, and then obviously Shadowlands, it slowed down for a much different reason. Like, they, they had to... Thank you, COVID. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was... But it definitely seems like they are trying to give us the story much faster, because I've, I've heard the complaints many times of this really is an awful story delivery method of uh, hurry up and wait because like that's kind of how I play the, the game is the new story content comes in and I'm like ah give me right <laughs> and then when, I, when I'm done with the story content it's and and wait it doesn't feel like we have to like, we're going to be waiting a lot like that's really right. exciting that it, it's because I mean the joke he made is like we don't want all of you people that have been playing since the beginning, you know, t- this story 20 years in the making, <laughs> we don't need your grandchildren controlling the mouse and keyboard just so you can see how it ends. <laughs> so, that, I don't know, it, it's interesting to, to see how they're going to to stick to this cadence because, you know, they did confirm 10-2 is the last one, the last raid, at the very least. That is the, you know, Amir Jassil is going to be the last major raid. Um, some people are thinking it's going to be, there might be a um, like a minor little a little raid, you know. I think like a onesie twosie somewhere in there, Maybe. but I, I don't think so. I doubt it. I mean, I, I think that they're going to be doing another just small story beat to kind of move the plot along toward eleven point oh, kind of like you know, like the, the blue dragon flight story or just something that'll actually tie dragon flight into uh, the war within. Yeah, uh, just and. So speaking of, obviously, I enjoy the title because just like Battle for Azeroth had multiple meanings, right? The War Within clearly has the multiple meanings of 
the war within because we're going underground. So, oh, it's the war happening underground. It's within Nazareth, but it's also the war happening within Anduin. The yeah. war happening within Thrall a bit. And then the one character that was not portrayed in the uh, cinematic, but is definitely going to be having her own war within is Alaria. Yeah. Because that's going to be... Because I, I liked the little little sneak bit sneak peek of like some of the like the, the gameplay trailer where you, we saw like what is it Invincible uh, doing the dragon flying I was not that I have Invincible yet but I was like oh my god <laughs> Allie's over here going like okay number one dragon flying everywhere coming in 10 5 yes Invincible will work for this is that farming Invincible again <laughs> yeah yeah. So, so taking a, a small break from the that the story, what mounts do you think will not work with dragon riding? <laughs> I'm going Mimron's head. I don't, Mimron. th- I don't think they're going to. That, gonna that make would Mimron's make sense. Head. Mimron's head. Yeah. Uh, the Zillywig ATV. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Um, how funny would it be if like the little. <laughs> The little airship that we have. Oh. <laughs> the Dark Moon Zeppelin. Oh. <laughs> there you go. What if the pirate ship does it? <gasps> it's not going to, but that would be amazing. <laughs> that's honest, in all honesty, that's probably the ones that won't work. Yeah, I mean, it would be funny if you just see this boat like, wee! <laughs> Randomly corkscrew through the air. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> well, and that's what like when I'm trying to figure out which mounts would work when it work. That's actually what I'm imagining is which ones have the skeleton that could handle the corkscrew, right? So, yeah, by, by the way, is there is there in fact an add-on? You might know this, where every single time you use that ability, you hear uh, the Star Fox do a barrel roll. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know personally if there is, but that would not surprise. It me. would not surprise me. <laughs> I, I, and if not, there's find, going to be one soon, I'm sure. I need to find that add-on. A, a week or something. Because it wouldn't be too too annoying, because, you know, that's three bigger. You don't get to do it very often. So you just every single time you use that ability, do a barrel roll. <laughs> um, and in all seriousness, though, I would not be surprised if it does not work for the wind surface. Mm, I mean, they, they, yeah. they, they have to put all new animations in there. Yeah, because they just kind of do the... I mean, they're kind of doing that with the horses, though. I was going to say, if it works with horses, I feel like the wind servants would be a natural... Because you can think about the, the Slither Drake, like, and what that's like. I know yeah, it's not quite like the wind, wind serpents, serpent. but, like, I, I feel like the wind serpents are kind of a, an easy choice, personally. But I'm also not a coder or whatever, animator. Or may, maybe, like, most of the mounts without wings. Like, you, you have, like, monks have Zoo Fu. What's his name? You, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the talking tiger, the talking tiger, or like it, it, like the uh, the the priestess's moon saber that like runs through the air. But That'd that that has too. wings, good sir. Thank what, you. What yes. About, what about the flying disc? <laughs> oh, there we go. There, that's another one. Probably won't work. The fly, red flying cloud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there, I think there's some like that that you can kind of guess probably won't have it. I still just want to see the fish that we got recently I for think the twelve mark. I want to see it. I think it'd be yeah. entertaining. Flap of spins. I'm easily amused, and I think I'm going to love every second of that. So, do you think you would be able to, like, how funny it would be if you could do dragon riding underwater on that fish, though? That would make that, that, would, that would be cool. awesome. <laughs> and then you could, you could do it with the dark moon skate, and probably not the seahorse. No, I don't think so. Only oh, he's got the teeny tiny little, his little flippy flap. The teeny tiny ones. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not gonna work though. <laughs> no. You could do you could do underwater dragon races. That would be magical. Under the sea. Under the sea. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about all the freaking announcements uh, with the story and everything like that, which we will obviously get way more into one in future episodes when we actually have time to write notes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but like, what is like what's something else that you're like super jazzed and excited about? Um, war bands. yeah, so I was gonna say war bands. Like, there's the the Jin way might play an alt, <laughs> right? Like, just the way they're handling alts. And they're doing things that the community has been asking for for a long time, like character-wide banks and sharing those reagents and uh, the transmog. Like how many, especially doing dungeon fables. Like I ran so many old dungeons and raids, and would get cool-looking gear that I really wish I could send to an all, but I couldn't. And so now we can. Like it's like finally, I just I I got a little teary-eyed today when they're talking about this stuff. I was like, that's so great, and. Allie Andres and Nobella can be friends. Exactly. Right, right, right. <laughs> so we on your character select screen, the whole, you know, in your war band, you can have them all like sitting around the campfire. My I was just in my easily amused way that I tend to be. Got stupid giddy about it, thinking that my my OG, my Aleandris, like my my content creator namesake, my rogue, my dwarf, can be sitting next to Nobella, who is my main, and they can just be chilling by the fire together. It's just all my alts can be friends. Yeah, they, they explained you can uh, you can set favorites, and it'll show those characters chilling around a campfire with each other. And it's not just you know based on your server. If you have characters on another server that you play, you can set them as a favorite, and they'll be shown around the campfire with your other server characters. That's going to be awesome. They're so, a big happy family. They're friends. I'll finally be able to take a picture of Jin Can and Jin Can't together. <laughs> and then while we were having lunch a little bit ago, we were talking about like all the other iterations like Jin did. Yeah. Jin will. Yeah, my my other names that I have is uh, Jin, Jin Sang. Jin, Jin Sang, right? That's my monk, of yeah. course. Uh, Jinocide is my death knight. Uh, Jin Lock, kind of Grimlock. Jin Lock is my, my warlock, so yeah. Well, there's lots of fun things that you can do with the gin uh, in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and I am kind of curious to see how crowded can you make that camp be? Right? Can you get all 50 people around that campfire? I am sure there's going to be my limits. favorites. I love all of them. I, I love, love all of them equally. I mean, as they're all crowded <laughs> together. <laughs> I mean, this is probably this campfire is getting crowded. <laughs> It'd be really cool if at some point you can actually pick. Like, it's not going to be. When they roll out new systems, it tends to be, like, a little bit at a time, right? Like, they roll out one aspect, and then, like, a patch or expansion later, another aspect of it, right? So, like, right now we're getting warbands, and we're getting this character select screen, but it'd be cool if, like, next expansion, we could pick, like, where the screen they're in. Like, who's sitting on a barrel over here? Who's sitting on the rock? Who's by the fire? Like, and, like, change their, like, the position they're in and stuff. Like, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about that because, like I said, I'm, I I do have alts, everyone. I just I don't play them because Jin can't. Jin can't. I just I can't. <laughs> uh, oh, my hunter, by the way, is just Ginny. <laughs> That's boring. <laughs> it's, hey, it's cute. It, I, I mean, it is cute, but just compared to your other ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my mage is gin and tonic. That's a good one. 
<laughs> I like that. That's good. I was gonna ask if you had an alt named that. Yeah, it's my it's my night elf mage with the the Teldrassil scars. There you go. Yeah, but it, they need a gin and tonic. Wild guy <laughs> drinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they had the scars. It was like, and then the tree caught fire. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, is yeah. that the backstory now? Is that official? Uh, it's my head cannon. Right? Yeah, I yeah. like it. It's the head cannon. <laughs> she's very angry. It's a very she's a very angry night elf for very very good reason. She become one of the new druids of the flame. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, she's a she's a frost mage. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, she don't don't dabble in the fire. She's no. she's like got, she's got PTSD for fire. She's like no. That's that's you don't you're not a fire mage up in Teldrassil and World Trees. No, we. We're, I'm a fireman. <laughs> I put it out. Yeah, I'm a. I call me the fireman. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I'm. I. I actually am excited about the war bands and the fact that you can pass gear off to other things, like the whole war, <gasps> the warbound, and right. that, that kind of thing. That's that sounds super awesome. I'm so happy. So, what do you think? Do you like what other like? You think currencies will be? shared across because he did specifically talk about the whole like the amazing elegant system of well what you can do is you go buy this one item and then you have to go mail it to the, to the other person and then you have to go log out and log back into the other person go get the mail and then you uh, magically moved 200 of these little thingies <laughs> <laughs> I could see currency being something they come up with later like another part of the system they roll out like next expansion or, or in, in threat level midnight <laughs> yeah <laughs> threat level midnight that's the one Sniper, what did you find exciting? What else did you like? I am actually really excited for the further character customization through hero classes. Yeah. I, especially considering the warrior, uh, one of them is the mountain thane. Yep. Right? Very, very <laughs> dwarven aesthetic. Super happy if that's my jam and, like... With, I mean, are you thinking about going back to the Rogue, sticking with Hunter? I'm probably going back to the Rogue. Uh, I've been looking at the uh, 10.2 reworks, and I, I left my Rogue to go to my Hunter because uh, I found the subtlety gameplay boring. Uh, so, But they, they fixed it, and it's a lot more interactive now, and less uh, build combo points and spend them. So I, I kind of want to go back and try her again. And then you can be a Death Stalker or whatever it was called. Death Stalker and I don't know. Trickster? Trickster yeah, is probably. It was Death Stalker or Trickster for Subtlety Rogue. And then I don't remember what the third one was called off the top of my head. I just like, I know the Warrior ones is Mountain Thane, Slayer, and Colossus. So um, I'm excited for that. And, and you, know, you, the Priest Man, you get Void Weaver. No, you may not have that on holy. Come on! <laughs> it, what? Does, it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but it does for me. You have the eyes. Play discipline. <laughs> no. <laughs> Skirt discipline. No. Um. So priests have uh, archon and void weaver and oracle. Is it oracle? Yeah. Oh. So I'll probably you know. Logically, I'll probably have Oracle and Archon, but what I really want is Holy is Void Weaver and whatever the Holy One is, because back in the day of you know BC when we had talent trees like that, I had some Holy and some Shadow, and it was fantastic. 
No, I will not be disc. Uh, no? no? No. No disc? No. No disc. I'm a holy main, and I dabble with the shadow for fun. I don't do both at the same time. Uh, okay. The different mindsets for me. You, 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 you gotta keep them separated. Yep, right? exactly. Okay. I, just, I don't know what's with all the song lyrics today, but <laughs> it's, it's just kind of coming out. We're happy. We're at BlizzCon. It's it's a chance to just be a geek and be yourself and have fun. And sometimes it just makes you want to sing. It's it's fun. Yeah, it just it does it, it does that. Um, yeah, the, the hero talents are they they look freaking awesome. And uh, I he did say specifically, oh, you can just swap them, swap them, like whatever. So. There may be moments where I have to swap to Slayer, where it just makes sense. There'll be some min-maxing. But, uh, yeah, that mountain thing just looks freaking awesome. And yes, Warrior Bias, once again, from Blizzard, they were the only class that showed off, and it was specifically the mountain thing, where they're like, well, you see, Stormbolt normally just goes pew and hits one person. And now I can see all the people in PvP getting pissed at the fact that they're now going to have an AoE stun. Not and not just in the form of shockwave. So that's gonna be that's that's gonna be rude. It's wow. <laughs> gonna be it's gonna yeah. be good. Yeah. Fate Weaver. Is that the other rogue? Yes. Okay. Fate Weaver. That's, Fate Weaver. Fate oh, that's that's a fun one. I I weave fates. Assassination. Yeah. Your fate is to die. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. It goes to show how uh, old I am when we were talking about the different things. I was like, well, that one's going to be for combat for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. When I first created my rogue, she was combat. Yeah. So. May spec. Uh-huh. Yes, the mace is because of the stuns. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The, the stun lock galore, <laughs> baby. Yep. You could not escape it. It was the worst. <laughs> or was it the best? I, I PvP'd on my rogue back in the day, and that I, was a lot of fun. I did not play as a rogue back then. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the best. Arathi Basin on my rogue. Mm, good memories made there. Two on one here. You're stunned. Yeah. Yeah, see? It's the worst. <laughs> and you're in our hotel room, so now you're screwed. So Yeah. Wow, that just took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Delves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So excited about... I like that it's like one to five players. You get to... And I've always loved Brian Bronzebeard. So to be able to hang out with him for this first season of it, like, that makes me happy. You can gear him up. Brian, you need a breastplate. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I think the Delves are going to be cool. Like, they, look, yeah. they look cool, especially because they're... I like the fact that there's a lot of philosophy changes that they're going with, right? Where in BlizzCons in the past, like with artifact weapons, for a chance, like one of the questions that was asked was, will we keep these weapons going forward? And the answer was, nah, man, it's just for, right. it's just for Legion. It's the new borrowed power. So now they're just going with the, the concept of more evergreen content, more scalable into the future, right? Not just leaving things behind, which I'm super excited for. So the fact that delves are being built with the intention of these will just be part of the gameplay loop going forward. Love it. And the fact yeah. that they're adding it into the, the Great Vault, yes. where you can get comparable items of up to Mythic 15, yep. makes me go, how, how, how do you get those? 
uh, hero- heroic rating level here. Yeah. So Just, I'm yes, please. <laughs> yeah, like I I know plenty of people who either really want to play by themselves or because they're scheduled they end up having to play by themselves or they just don't have any desire to do dungeons and raids and keys and stuff like this but they still want that satisfaction of getting more powerful of taking care of their gear yeah. and everything so this is awesome yeah I'm I'm excited for it as a an option for me because as a DPS primarily player I do not like dealing with the queuing into mythic pluses and pugging them. Yeah. And I do not have a lot of time to coordinate a mythic plus team. So the fact that this gives me another option to possibly do this by myself, because sure, I'm more than happy to actually play with people, but whenever I log in, it's usually pretty late at night. So like 9, 10 p.m. my time. And every, not everyone, but most people in my guild our east coast so right. that's like yep. oh yeah you're midnight on the 1am so <laughs> we we have that issue too <laughs> yeah so the fact that it's like oh well you can still continue progressing your character you know and at least you know you know as an option to you know at least do one or two delves to get that one other additional right. selection option is is just yeah. nice as a you know, that's cool i mean and I, I also like the fact that <laughs> Ian was like, for those of you who just enjoyed the solo content, uh, you may now join in the disappointment of the Great Vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You too can be disappointed with what you get. <laughs> oh, Ian. He was he was on point today with his jokes. And he really was. Yeah, like the, uh, oh, there were supposed to be two mounts up there that we were going to be. I only see Ashes of Alar, but there's another, it's, it's, it's all it is. Because... Uh, invincible wasn't wasn't shown because you, how can you how can you see see it if it's it's invincible? Speaking of mounts, uh, they also announced <laughs> awkward segue. No, um, it was a good segue. It's better than half the ones agenda. So good job, buddy. That's, that's better than ninety five percent. They announced uh, the, the seasonal mount reward for the delves. So yeah. They might be able to make Memoron's head work with the dynamic flying. <laughs> what, was, what was the seasonal? It was a customizable, like, oh, yeah, yeah, ship yeah. mount. You yeah. put propellers on it and stuff like that. looking yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe they can do it. Well, I don't know about Memoron's head, but maybe the, uh, the little alliance, little warship thing. Maybe. maybe Possibly. Maybe. That, that Possibly. looks pretty similar. Yeah. I just want to see Memoron's head do a barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I don't have Memoron's head. I just want to. I don't see, either. I just want to see someone do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just like the idea of seeing Memoron's head go. Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's cool with Delves, especially because they're going to be sticking around. Is I think they give Blizzard a chance to have fun with it, to try new things, spend variety, and that kind of opens the door for them to kind of do those kind of things, specifically in Delves. And that's awesome. Plus, going back to the whole alt-friendliness, if one character, you know, does certain things to level up your companion, you know, in this first season, it's going to be Bran Bronzebeard, your other alt, when they go do Delve, he's still going to be that powerful. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. No, Delves sound great. Like, I'm... uh, I'll just put it this way. Out of everything that was announced, there was nothing that I went, eh, eh. 
eh, whatever. Like, like, just like everything they announced, from the the delves to the warbands to the the world soul saga, and the fact that it's like, yes, friggin' job security, basically, for talking about <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's like we're gonna be talking about this for a while. You know, we know it's kind of coming. Yeah, it's everything that they talked about with WoW. I am super excited for like even when like I know personally I don't PvP anymore but the PvP announcements still made me happy for those who do PvP yeah, new battleground and not random gear yeah and more battlegrounds planned for the future and yeah you even said it's like yeah we should have been doing this this yeah. is this is a, this is a failing on our part well and they did that a few times like throughout opening ceremony and this were like or was it Throughout the various things during BlizzCon, they've admitted a few times. I'm like, we finally listened to the feedback. We're finally doing that. We should have been doing that. Like, they, they're being open about those things and showing how they're trying to improve it, which is cool. Yeah. I just, I think it's awesome. I'm super excited for the, 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 the biggest thing that I appreciate is the respecting the player's time. Yes. Because oh, yeah. I have... So, so little time these days to do anything. It's like they're starting to recognize that their player base isn't just teenagers and young adults anymore. We're all getting up there in age and we have responsibilities now. Yeah, even John Height was like, those teenagers that first joined us in vanilla that are like still with us and playing, they're, many of them are parents now with kids of their own. Like, yep. <laughs> like it's, it, it's a, it's a, long in the tooth game and it's it's kind of cool how they talk about how so many of the philosophies that they had when they started they they just don't work in yeah today's you know gaming you know experience so they have to figure out a way to, to like for example the shared reputations across your warbands and things like that which i mean i think warbands is just a fancy way of saying your alts it's i don't it's literally you create a character they have access to this shared um, you know bank for example and just all, all different sorts of cool things like that and it was also kind of cool that he's like yeah and Dragonflight is going to be the new um, leveling experience is no longer going to be Battle for Azeroth because you're going to be able to get dragon riding super early in that um, early on in the experience so the only thing that it kind of brought to my mind was like Okay, that's cool, but does that now mean that the most optimized way to level is level in dragon flight until you get dragon riding, and then you may go do chromie time? Because I think that's what it's actually probably going to be. Probably. Yeah, it's probably. I'm sure those speed levelers out there are going to figure out the. All right, do dragon oh, flight yeah. up until dragon riding. You know. And then you can go do Chromie Time, and that's probably they'll probably figure out. And then you go do Wrath, and then bada bing, bada boom, and you're done because you can fly really fast now. And it's probably going to be like, and 35 minutes later, you're max level, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I I have a a strong suspicion that some of those these older um, leveling uh, areas are going to be so trivialized with, and you have dragon riding. In Outland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, but I 
I think the whole dragon riding everywhere is going to be great, and the fact that it's now just going to be core to the new player experience too is freaking cool. It was it was kind of funny uh, how Ian, Ian put it during the deep dive. He's like, we knew the moment we released dragon riding that we weren't going to be able to go back on nope. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there is no going back. It's like I don't know, it's it's like the first time you have double stuffed Oreo, double stuff Oreos. You, there is no going back. No going Single back. stuff is just it's not enough stuff. <laughs> not enough stuff. <laughs> It's really not. It's not enough stuff. It's just not enough. I want Oreos now. Uh, That's welcome. the second time we've talked about Oreos together in the last 24 hours. Because I had Oreos yesterday. They were very good. <laughs> and then they had that Oreo waffle. You know, that oh, three, three times. <laughs> I need Oreos now. <laughs> so if double stuff is the best stuff, is our Oreo thins just like, what is? what even is this? It's an insult. For me personally... <laughs> But I know there's others who don't want the cream. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> Would you say they didn't want the, the cream pie? <laughs> wow. <Yep. laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> and apparently I do because I'm all about that double stuff. <laughs> Not one, but two. <laughs> and sometimes I take two double steps and I put them together. So I actually have a question about this. Do you take, yes. do you take a single double stuff and do not touch it? And do you take the, the, the one of the cookies off and make it like a Big Mac and have a cookie in between? No. Or do no. you take the, both the cookies and you just like... More of more of the creamy goodness yeah. smooshed together. You take, take one off each side. You think those individually because it's still chocolate. It's good, and then you smush them together, and it's like quadruple stuff. It's now when I say that it's different than mega stuff. I know mega stuff exists. I've had it. It's not as good. <laughs> Trust me. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're stuffing so many things, so many places, so many. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right. So let's get back on track here. We have our saga. Mm-hmm. We like the kind of gives a little bit idea of what midnight is going to be. Do we have any thoughts on what might happen during the midnight part of the saga? I immediately when they were talking about the saga and it's going to be like a trilogy, effectively. My mind immediately went to Star Wars because obviously they of kind course. of like, and it feels like they may actually attempt to pull off a Empire Strikes Back type of we straight up lost. Oh yeah, and like we're you know we have to figure out a way to. I mean, why else would the the last Titan and the Titans are returning? Because these Chris literally said we will be returning to Northrend. Yeah. Which Allie obviously I'm going back to Aldemar. <laughs> I I really did get really excited. <laughs> we were all together for opening a ceremony. They they witnessed yeah, there was, with reactions. There was some glee, there was some glee. <laughs> Just and, a wee bit. And talking about the, the actual return of the Titans. Which speaking of which, you think Sargeras is gonna be back too? Because I would imagine, and I bet that's when they get Illidan off the bench too. I was gonna say, I just imagine Illidan walking behind Sargeras and poking him in the butt with a war glaive. Come on, <laughs> you're gonna go help him. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Stop it! Stop it! 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited for for what that is because they didn't really talk about. He didn't allude to anything. No, up not really. To midnight. He did talk a little bit about the last Titan, how the Titans will be returning to Azeroth after all so long it is. Eons and eons, basically. So I'm I'm super curious to see what that is going to be, and just there's so many loose ends that they were finally going to be able to tie up and. Super excited, and and I hope they keep this going forward. So, if in let's see, if they, I, I don't know exactly what the cadence is, and we were actually talking about this over lunch. Was like, is BlizzCon twenty twenty four going to be them talking about the new features coming in midnight? Right, I, it could be. Yeah, could be. Um, and then twenty five is are they going to be talking about the last Titan? Mm, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know, but. Does that mean in 2026 we're going to get what the next saga is or WoW 2? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be the uh, Pumpernickel saga. I don't know. I mean, Benson did say Pumpernickel? It. Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. Where the crap did that come from? This is a word. It came to my head. And that's where. That's Pumpernickel. The- well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, going outside of what we learned at BlizzCon, I mean, there's still the whole, you know, cosmic disco war thing going on. Right. Then, and I think that was the the little bit... That Chris did allude to that in yeah. before he mentioned where he's talking about how there is this major conflict coming between the light and the void, right? And, and that's just one step of this big war because, you know, we still don't know what's going on with the Dreadlords and right, all of right. their machinations with Daddy D still alive. Yeah, he's he's out he's out there. You know they they grabbed the sword. He is they've got Ramornia and all of her sexy sexy goodness. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, they absolutely could bring back the forces of death somehow, and probably just not have us go to Shadowlands because maybe like pop in every once in a while, like for a little quest. Kind of like what we did with, um... Yasera and yeah. Malfurion. Yeah. Hey, we need yeah. Yasera. We'll trade you a Malfurion for her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, we could totally do, like, little pop-ins, but, you know, like, let's not focus on Shadowlands, because... Let's say that it wasn't people's faves. It wasn't people's faves, but... But instead of a lot of things that we're going to be experiencing that we're all excited to experience. Yes, the one silver lining of the Jailer. <laughs> it gave us sexy, sexy Anduin. It's because, true. I mean, that's why he has his beard and is like what, according what looks like to me, is his hair chopped off with literally a sword. Cause it does. It, 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 was a little, it was a little choppy. Plus, you know what vibes he gives me? Chris Hemsworth in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, um, a little more choppy of a of a hairdo than than. Uh, than well, yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, in Thor Ragnarok, he was attacked by literal buzz buzz saws. So yeah, but I mean, it had this some nice like some you know, Stan Lee did a good job of that that haircut for the yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it was good. It was good. He, he did a good job. He's like, no, hold still. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's good. It's good. But I'm. I don't really know exactly where all of the little pieces are going to land and where Ashara is going to show up. Is she going to show up at midnight? Is it going to be more of the last Titan? When is a Riddicron returning? You know? And know. is the last Titan Azeroth? I think it... And is that when she's going to hatch? 
Or is it a case of something happens where the other Titans, like, die-die, and there's, like, one last Titan alive, and we get to kill... Do we finally get to kill Sergeant Garrus at that point? Like... I don't know. We will find out in... Three to four years' time. Thirteen point oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with the thought of the, the the cadence that he talked about, but I also worry about setting a precedence of having a new expansion every year. Every other, like, it feels like it's year gonna be half. like every year and a half. To right. Me. I don't think it's gonna be like every year. I just that's think. true. And then, like, I guess they've already announced it, so they don't have to do the big BlizzCon announcement. I mean, maybe, maybe this is partly happening because this gives them a chance. Like, they announced the saga, right, at BlizzCon. We know the next one's going to be Midnight, for example. Maybe it, maybe it gives them a chance to debut the big, you know, cinematic trailer for Midnight at a Microsoft convention. Or something along those lines, like at a uh, Gamescom or... And games are like... Or like it's, it's all open up now, and so... That's true. I guess it doesn't have to be every year. Yeah, and they could talk about the next one in the pipeline with each year, because... Yeah. I mean, they... Chris was very adamant that they are moving at a quick steady, pace. Yeah. quick clip. Like, they're they're moving. Right? He was kind of, like, alluding that this is... Like, Dragonflight set a really good foundation for what they're working from. Right, people are pretty happy with the the overhaul of the talents. They love dragon writing, and the 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 pace of content coming out. Like some people are like, oh, it feels a little too fast, it's too fast. But at the same time, it's like it's not too bad. Like it, yeah, there's there's plenty of catch up mechanics in there and things like that. So they they got a nice like like I said foundation to work from where they don't have to rework every damn thing with each expansion. And I think like, probably if they are going to do big overhauls and things like that, they'll probably save that for after the last Titan. Because, I mean, we already know that we're going to be going from, what, 70 to, to where we're 70 80, now, right? yep, yeah, 70 so we're going, now. We're going to 70 to 80. We're 10 more, yeah. So then in um, Midnight, we're probably going to go 80 to 90, and then most likely in the last night, we're going to go to 90 to 100. Yeah. And then they'll probably set... That's Do a, some that's of, a yeah. good point for them to go, and now for another little level squish. Yeah, that's, I hadn't considered that. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Right, I mean, they did it with... Well, it wasn't Dragonfly, it was... Battle for Azeroth? Or Legion. Legion was a squish. Was that, the, was that the level squish? I don't remember. What was the level squish? I've slept since then. Oh, Shadowlands. Shadowlands Shadow, is the Shadow level squish. level squish? And they've, they've done oh, multiple. Yeah, they've done multiple um, yeah. item level squishes. That's, that's just that's just baked in now because they're just like eh, an item level squish. Yeah. Um. So the level squish, I feel like they're probably like I don't know if they want to go back into the era of the one tens, the one twenties, because especially with their them feeling like they 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 want to actually keep new players wanting to come and join the game and yeah. when max level is 120 they're like wait who's it what now <laughs> right i have how many levels right 100 feels like okay that's manageable but when you're like 110 120 it's like okay this is getting a little silly yeah so it feels like it, it generally feels like each blizzcon they're going to be talking about 
the next one in the pipeline, like 2024 problem probably will have information about midnight coming. Cause, uh, well, maybe because they said I don't know. The, the timing is the timing is weird. Yeah. It's because they friggin' Ian was mentioned. Alpha, basically, or spring of next yeah, year. Yeah, spring. That's not a ton of... Basically, um, the War Within will probably launch right around the time of the next BlizzCon. A little before it. A little, a little bit before. And then, so so 2024 BlizzCon will probably be, you know, what to expect next year. And then 2025 will, I guess, go into... Yeah, I feel like that's that's the, that's what I'm saying. The timing feels right. Weird. So maybe they'll talk more about it at, at another like, location, or they'll just do it online, or like a hey, everybody, we're going to be talking more about what's coming up next at BlizzCon, or not BlizzCon, but what's coming up in, in World of Warcraft. On, you know, in one of those like WoW casts that they've been doing recently, and you know, true, they could. But I really, I can see Microsoft wanting to utilize this deal now. To you know, feature it in you know their next big thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Any any other things that you want to talk about? Or I mean, with with the little as we know, and we haven't gone. We haven't done our second day of bugging developers of like, what about this? What about this? Right. Like, well, and there's been some now, like a lot of the interviews are coming out, like, you know, people with media badges and stuff got to interview a lot of people. And I haven't, I haven't run any of those yet. No, me either. Um, so, like, no. I mean, Morgan Day confirmed there is no 10.3. Yep. I have mixed feelings about that. We already know. <laughs> yep. You, you expressed that very well. I did. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Episode 81. Go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) I No, just in general, like, it's just BlizzCon is awesome. It's just, it's a time to sit there, just absorb and enjoy the geekdom and get annoyed with the Hilton DJ and the loudness and... And be overstimulated by the end of the night. I'm like, oh my God, I just need out of there. Yeah. That was oh, me. Yeah. That was me last. That was that was you. That was both of us last night. But yeah, that was it's definitely nice to get out. But um, no, it just it's been a wonderful weekend, and it did feel a little different with like not having the voice actor panel. But yeah. you know, part of that is the the strike and everything for the actors, and I get that, and I respect that. So there's, there's some things here and there, but like the overall experience was just awesome and wonderful, and to be able to see people in person again has just been. It's filled my soul. I'm so happy. <laughs> and got to talk to people that like I've never haven't talked to yet. Like uh, I spent some time chatting with uh, Shieldwald from Starting Zone, which is he might be listening. Hey, what's up? Hi. Um, <laughs> I have not connected with you yet, but I still plan to. <laughs> There's still a lot of day left. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, just to get those chances to like talk to people again in the in the flesh, um, <laughs> just to go full circle here. Circle like an Oreo, flipping it all in. Um, it's just—it's been wonderful, and I'm—I'm I'm tired. My legs are sore from walking so much, but I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm so happy. We had a great dinner last night with our D and D group minus Burke, who couldn't make it. We miss you, Burke. Jumpsies. That, that was not even planned, guys. <laughs> that was natural. 
They didn't. They weren't even looking at each other. No. <laughs> now, now I get a Coke. <laughs> Pepsi's fine too. You're no, it's fine. You're allowed to talk. Okay, it's a, good, it's a podcast. Good. That would be super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you said drinks. I can't. I can't talk. I mean, if it was a video podcast, maybe. And I thought about trying to set that up. But that's just it, no. It, we're, we're not those people. Yet. <laughs> we we yeah yeah we we, we talked we'll, we'll figure it out. We're we're talking about the future plans for the show. Yeah, there's, there's lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rosal Saga has got me all like. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and like like you said, like we'll we'll dive into things more in future episodes as we get more news and interviews and whatnot and process. Because I know, like for me, I'm still kind of processing and figuring things out and putting things together and seeing where all the pieces fit. And I'm loving every second of it. Me too. Me three. And I, I think that is a perfect place to, to leave it. So, um, you want to talk about a review? Uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, um, that's the show. Uh, next up, we, we thank our patrons, and we talk about reviews. Yeah, so uh, since technically this is an Allie-hosted rant episode, I will You can talk about reviews. I'll talk about the review. Hi, 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 everybody. Um, <laughs> this, this is, this is me. And we got a wonderful review on Twitter. Uh, one star, one star review on Twitter. Um, let's just say they were a little sad, a little sad that Morley Gray was gone. Apparently, um, they thought I was, I quit that due to boredom. And, um, Allie, um, don't worry. We'll make it to, we'll try and make it to episode 200. We'll do our best. Um, but yeah, I just... <laughs> Uh, all I can say to um, the, the the troll on Twitter that gave us a, a one star review, um, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> with her, with their like nine fo- like two followers, and they're following nine other people, and you can uh, heed the advice of what the title of this show is based off of. You can stand to live, you can stand to laugh, and you can probably stand to love. Yeah, yeah, a little, little bit of that. Throw some lore in there too. Yeah. If you're gonna moderate content, <laughs> do some damn content. Learn what it is to do content and the the effort that gets put into it. Then you can start moderating it a little bit. Yeah, that's that's adorable. That was fun. <laughs> Enjoy you the fact that you're blocked. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so there you go, and uh, and I'll probably throw me saying thank you to the patrons in here because I like to edit things in like that. Yeah, yeah. So thanks everybody. And hey, I mean I kind of do a positive story, kind of. Sure, why not? Like it's not like any one major story, but really, it's a very special thing when a bunch of geeks just get together. Like, yeah, you're going to get the people who are idiots and stand in the middle of the walkway and just stop all of a sudden and make you almost run into them. Like, there's always going to be those idiots when you're at conventions, right? And and, and, and ask you if you'd like to fight because I play Alliance <laughs> and, and Horde. That was the last night. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sniper Dory got in the bed. It was, it was late. Everyone was really tired. And, uh... We, we, my guildies were in bed, so Jim walked me back to my hotel so he can, you know, call Uber. And while we're walking back to my hotel, there was three guys in front of us, maybe four, I can't remember. And 
all but one of them were just drunk as a skunk. <laughs> like, and you could tell just by the way they were walking, let alone the way they were talking. Like, one guy, I swear he's ready to fall into the street. Like, it was, <laughs> and it was the one that was being asked, but he was like, trying to do the whole, like, oh, are you horde? Are you a lion? And I'm gonna fight you, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, um, that was funny. Oh, and yeah, um, uh, I'll just say as, a, as another fun positive story, um, I know Allie missed it, uh, you, you didn't yet quite made it back from the, from the restaurant yet, but I will just, I just have to throw this in here because uh, you, you made my day. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I will just say, before I even say anything, I'm very bad with names. Uh, I'm very, very forgetful, <laughs> but I believe you said your name was Cassie. And the fact that you came up to me and were actually on the lookout to wanting to say hi to us, like that is the, that was incredible. So thank you. You, you made this BlizzCon very cool because that, well, let's just say that's the first time that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but yeah, you're right. Whenever a bunch of geeks get together and a bunch of like-minded folk when they're, you know. I, even even this morning, um, one of my guildies was like, this is the calmest crowd I've ever been in with this many people. Like, yeah. it's just, we're just like, hey, yeah, we're just, just chilling. It's BlizzCon time, maybe. People are holding elevators for each other and actually, like, you know, a bunch of geeks who are probably usually a little introverted, a little antisocial. They're chatting on an elevator. If you're waiting in line, you're just striking up random conversations. It's just when when it's a bunch of geeks with a bunch of geeks, it's just it's warm and fuzzy and you get to be yourself and everyone is just at least most people are pretty cool with each other. And it is it's just a very special thing. And that's my positive story. Yep. Cue funny music and awkward jokes and more jokes about Oreos and stuff and (laughs) things and that's probably the title of this episode (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Lore if you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.